Good day, good afternoon, good whenever it is you are listening to this. Thank you very much for listening to this. You are checking out yet another Woken Bake slash streaming service in chill. And this is a Woken Bake streaming service in chill combo in the realest sense. I got to sit down with Curtis Hembroff and Mark Tyler. We sat down over the course of the last two years or so, but this is one of our better sit downs. All right, we were discussing the brand new pandemic special from the fine folks at South Park. We discussed all kinds of different ideas and concepts. And for those of you that are keeping track at home of every time Curtis says you should look into that, you should look into our descriptions because I've got links to everything that he's talking about, whether it's the uh, World Health Organization's uh, lockdown notes, whether it's uh, nursing home numbers, uh, the hashtag dancing nurses. I have got all of that links in the description, folks, 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 friends, brothers, sisters, others. By the way, um, now before I get into this thing, let me just say that Curtis Hembroff is the owner, operator, and head coach of 10th Planet Soldatna, and Mark Tyler is the owner, the operator of Red Run Cannabis Company, so he's pretty much Randy. There you go. If you like South Park, he's Randy. Now, the beat you are hearing is from the one and only Skate God off of his Skatey Perry mixtape. Skatey Perry beat tape to be very, very specific. The links to that are also in the description. The song's called We Are Beautiful and You Are Beautiful. You have a great day. It's 421 in the morning. Get out there. Kick today's ass. Don't let it kick yours. Like, like 
people people going by the wayside. Um, they try to capture that overtly across the board. Um, but where they, you know, they got right on this whole virtue signaling kind of cannabis culture. It's to me, it's a poison within the cannabis culture. It's this deep-seated unconscious resentment and phony phoniness that. Um, not just in our culture, but in America society, that's what we're kind of seeing come to the head right now. <laughs> so, you know, again, why they keep on calling it integrity and making fun of it is because it's this way of virtue signaling and hypocrisy even through, you know, cannabis. Um, and so uh, uh, I find it super, uh, <laughs> super funny that they came up with that kind of concept and that, um, again, they go over to China uh, with Disney. And uh, again, I didn't see that episode. I had to put that kind of two, two together. And he lost his integrity by selling out to, to China. Uh, I mean, that, that is just, uh, it, it's too rich. Um, and then they kind of bring it back on the, the pandemic special about everybody like going out of business and just like, we're doing, doing pretty good. <laughs>
has no fucking bounds. We don't know the 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 evil, the, 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 the evil. Uh, we've seen it with, with, with Nazism, we've seen it with Stalin, we've seen it with Pol Pot, we've seen it with yeah, every with AI behind it and technology behind it. It's a whole different animal. Big, big time. Yeah. No, and, and that it's a winner take all loop. That's it. It's like yeah. binary. If it goes that way, it's all done. Like it's all done. Or if we get a handle on it and go the way of liberty, which is again to the individual. Like the only way we're getting anywhere is by you, you figuring yourself out, you, 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 on your terms, not mine, not you, you not on me, but I figured me out, you figure, you resolve you, and then through resolved, actualized individuals, you then can network and create a body of enlightened, self-interested, actualized human beings that can solve fucking problems because all of their energy is not wasted on battling their own fucking mind through self-doubt and shitty self-image, or dealing with their spouse fighting with them, or fighting with their coworkers. 80-90% of all your fucking mental energy and all your emotional currency is spent in the civil war with yourself, with your loved ones, with your, I mean, it goes if you could take all that, again, just cut it in half. Fuck, like, getting better, just like cut it in half and put it toward you know, figuring shit out, you know, resolving issues. And again, it, to me, I feel like that's what happened in the episode is, is he tried his best to resolve the issue by jerking off on all the weed. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, and he, he didn't consult with scientists and other people and just, he went kind of too hard in the wrong direction. And as a result, yeah, it made things worse. So I, I, I'd like to I'd like to bring that to a, a local level. There was a uh, cannabis cultivator in our great state who was spraying his flower with things that he should not have been spraying his flower with, uh, and he had to. I, I don't know. That happens in weed. Or actually, what else? Uh, you know what? That's a perfect oh example. Uh, uh, we all know who that is, but I'll tell you, it's a perfect example. I don't, Links are in the description. <laughs> Teachers uh, educate them on masturbation. <laughs> There's so many things worth addressing uh, on this particular episode of South Park. No, um, I, I thought that it, it addressed teachers being apprehensive about going back. I thought that it. Oh, I call them out. Yeah. 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 yeah absolutely. absolutely. If you don't want to work, the cops will. Yeah. They'll hit, they'll hit every one of them. But it, it, it comes back to the central. Uh, Central body, and we're kind of experiencing this right now uh, through the school district, uh, through hockey, in a, in a bizarre way that uh, it's all inevitable. All of these authorities, anybody that has these, whether it's an association, your license to cut a hair, to massage somebody, to, to do what we do, to, to practice law, to go to school, to go to play hockey, to go do all of these things, if people aren't noticing all of this, go look what we put our livelihood, like our liberty, like who our lifeblood of who we are, we put it in their hands and, and we put it into the hands of unrealized passive pussies. Yes. 
And so right now, these say, these people right now, they're doing it. They've already collapsed the market. Like it just hasn't caught up yet. We're so fucked. It's beyond people's. They're in a. They're in a like a state of denial that I can't even. I can't even put into words. It's going to catch up, and that when it catches up in more panic. They will invoke more fear and anxiety, all the wrong people. And so it's at every level, the school, the, it's like now there's no, there's not even anywhere to run or hide. Like you can't even like go, okay, because again, I came up to Alaska to get away from all of this only to like, tell me something you can do without being fucked with. I got nothing. I, I wanted to run back to hockey on the peninsula because that was something that the hockey tournaments uh, are something that I've recently become aware of and become an issue. Can you talk a little bit about that? Uh, yeah, a little bit, but I haven't paid, even though it's uh, the people are clucking like mother hens all about it, I just haven't paid much attention because it's so fucking pathetic to me. Um, there was a termination desk where we were down there um, a couple weekends ago, and a couple of, one of the team, North Stars, they got, and a few of the kids had gotten it. Apparently, they think it was from the, the ter termination desk uh, tournament down there, and a few of the kids got it. And so, um, they all quarantined and all of that, and... It's doing its thing down there, and I've been talking with, with all of them because it's actually one of the coaches I know. And so there, a few of the kids are going through it, and it's localized. Um, and um, then we get back here. Nobody has said any. Nobody said anything, and nobody. There's nothing. You know, nothing more to it because none of uh, none of the kids here have shown symptoms, or tested positive, or anything like that. But there was no. There's been no reason, like no. Rational reason to quarantine or to withdraw any of our kids, any of the kids um, that were on the team, um, and they're they're basically making the kids, and and it's kind of it's so funny, it's so interesting. It goes from um, all it takes is one caring mother, always. There's always a handful now. In fact, there's where there was one out of a hundred, now there's like eight or twelve out of a hundred, if not twenty-two out of a hundred. So there's always some pissed off mother who goes and calls and blah, 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 blah. And so they pulled all the kids out of school, got a quarantine for 14 days. My kid went away and got, got a test right away and came back negative, but that's not good enough. So like, like that's where, again, I, I can understand, you know, doing some of the things or whatever. So I'm not really, I don't get on too much about being somewhat not yeah, irrational. Yeah. Like I'll take somewhat irrational, just not highly irrational. Um, so we got a test, came back negative, and they won't even accept that because of blah, 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 blah. It doesn't even matter what they say. They, can't, they, they don't use logic or they don't follow a train of logic. They just cite something that may or may not be correlated with what they're specifically talking about. But, yeah, they're um, – and then it's funny because then you got all of these um, kind of Trump uh, parents who uh, want to sue and want to go out. You know, yeah, take over the world uh, um, in a way. So it. Uh, uh, Curtis, I don't know if this is something you want to touch on, uh, or what's happened in Texas regarding gyms or, and what steps they've taken uh, down. Right? The WHO just released uh, one of the representatives of the WHO just talked about how the lockdowns only resulted in more people being poor. They didn't really, really result in less spreading of the uh, the virus, is what they're saying. Um, one of the major consequences that economies got fucked. Yeah, economies and psychological psycho, yeah. psychologies, like what is done to human beings, especially our young kids, to their headspace. Oh, yeah, like even with Bob Park with Stan Marsh, you can't go see grandma. He just be my killer. He just wanted to go to build a bear. Dude, that poor kid. That shit's the most realest part of the whole episode, right there. It's so fucking true. You cannot do what they're doing with, with with these kids. And what really sucks right now is, um, you know, it's interesting because you know um, one of our friends took their kids completely out of kaleidoscope and, and schools for the. And this is where I was like, I can understand um, doing the homeschool and doing this because they didn't want the bounce. Like, like home schools are. Uh, I everybody that I even know at this point is homeschooling, but maybe that's only because. The only thing is, is they can't provide the environment or the expertise that you need to, to learn the language. Like, people got to get this thing out of the, a school is good for fucking language and integration, solving problems with people. Like, that's all it's good for. But you're there to learn language. Like, if you go there and learn mathematics and how to write well and how to use your words, 
I'm t it's like the biggest thing that there is. It's, and heaven forbid you learn some computer language and you learn legal language or you learn a, a logic. <laughs> but I'm, I couldn't teach my homeschool my fucking kid because I couldn't. I'm not sitting there with a fucking kid overseeing them doing that shit. Dude, uh, we are doing, <laughs> I'm, I'm an idea parent and we're doing homeschooling right now. <laughs> First of all, homeschooling programs are super backed up right now because so many people are trying to oh, get their kids into homework. So I think it's a super great idea ordering, in a way. Ordering books and curriculum for homeschooling right now is it's, uh, everything's oh, it's huge. Yeah. And then when you find out how long the homeschooling programs actually recommend you teach your kids, you realize how long, oh, how much of school is just a waste of time. Yeah, so Sending them to school is more about how teaching them to stand like up high, how to shut like, the fuck up. So how to like, well, how about I answer remember? to a bell, you gotta stand up and answer well, to a bell. So you realize school is more about conditioning than education. Well, here's yeah. the thing is, is you your kids like out of that for getting ideas <laughs> because as soon as they figure that out, yeah. as soon as they, it, like at first you like drag them over to homeschool, I mean, I started homeschooling like seven years, my kids like seven years ago. Oh, nice. And so it's just like, at first it was a little bit of a problem because they had this idea of this other idea of school. But once they started homeschooling, it was literally like, oh man, I can get my schoolwork done in two hours and I can have the rest of the day for me. Yeah. And they started happening yeah. faster and faster and easier and easier and getting better and better grades. And enjoying it more and more and, and more. I had to do like less and less to the point where like, like oh, let's have to look over their papers and make sure they turn in their... Versus them learning how to cheat the system. Yeah, like. Well, the big thing is, is this is where you know I, I recommend Brain Rules by John Medina, and I've got the disc. Everybody should like literally, and I make copies for people and give it to them because it's that good. Because you have to understand, and this is what he brings up about why school, school and curriculum is so shitty to begin with, and it's transformed. What again? Not transformed. What? what how I do things, but kind of validated what what you can kind of already know. Basically, in any school setting, you're going to forget 90%. And so if you don't have a system, it's really a, like a multidisciplinary reiteration system and core cluster system so the neurosphere can, 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 can uh, conserve what it's learned and there's ways of doing that. And if your curriculum and your environment's not set up to conserve what it is putting into its neurosphere, it's, it, you will, it's a waste of fucking time. It's a complete waste of time. And so a lot of the things, you know, standard curriculums are set up to uh, basically, you know, all of your time spent get about 10% if you're lucky. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the solution is for school. I'm not anywhere near it. And I know, I just know that um, my wife is a teacher. And I know that since March, they've been hit with a lot of things that they weren't necessarily prepared for. And, and I think that in our community, we've done a, a I don't know, we've done a, a decent enough job of controlling it ourselves, of controlling ourselves as well, and, and being able to handle the situations as they're, as they're coming at us. One of the things that, that we've seen, if we were looking at like, at like numbers, the number of cases has gone up in the state of Alaska and, and on the peninsula exponentially in the last few days. Uh, I believe there were 15 uh, yesterday. It's going to go up. Yeah. I, don't, I don't understand so, how anybody hasn't understood. Like, no, I, I, yeah. It's exactly it's, what I said. Flatten the curve, not end the curve. Like it's gonna, there's, people are going to get it. That's the whole idea. Yeah. I, I supposed to get it. I figured by, uh, by the end of this year, there was, uh, I know I, I would figure I would have gotten. I would figure about 70, 80 percent of people would get it. I've been everywhere. Around the time you fucked up. <laughs> I've looked every, I've looked yeah, 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 yeah. every city, in every state, in this whole state. However, you also, you also uh, starve yourself and sauna every night at, at 215 degrees. So, like, you're, I mean, if there's a bacteria on you, it is smoked itself. Regardless, it's a numbers and propagation thing. 70, 80% of the people will get it. Okay. There's, uh, how, how anybody would think otherwise is beyond me. I don't under, I, like, I don't it's understand a, why anybody would think otherwise. It's a common cold, right? So, <laughs> then how do you... Well, it, what it is, it, it's not so much. It's like a, it's a hyper version of it. Well, I'm saying in regards to, like, how, how it's going to spread and how people are going to catch it, it's, you know, basically everyone's going to get it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The way I've always looked at it, and I don't, like, again, this is where I think the leadership needs to come in, and why they haven't spoken like this is, again, I think it shows a sign of failed leadership. So the way I look at it is, and you, if you look at it around here, so common cold, common cold, thousand years, we have, we, 
the amount of resources we have, the respirators, rooms and respirators, we have a, we have a figure for that. We have a figure for that that's based on historic, because they're not going to add more. They base it on mu fucking money and economics. So there's only so many to go around. So, and it's based on history. So this, something like this hasn't happened before. This is very, very different now, very different. So it, we have all of the numbers. Let's say we've got 10 respirators in 100 rooms for the standard that we're used to. We get anything that comes along, and now it's a factor of eight. And so now it, it's just a, an anomaly, which is thousands of anomalies. And all of a sudden now, instead of it being, it is, it, it, it's extreme season. So you take extreme season that would maximize that in times by eight or 12 or 20. So instead of, you know, your average demand being 10, you know, it wouldn't even be 10. It'd be give or take six, three, five, eight. And at your highest would be eight, nine, because they plan for that shit. But in this case, instead of it, being 8, 9, 10 maximizing your resources, you're looking at 30, 50, 60. So think about that just from a practicality standpoint where you're sitting there, I got 100, you know, I got 10 rooms, 10 respirators, and all of a sudden now I have a need for 60 of them. And yet I can't go to this over here because they are coming to me and they need 60 because it's all over the place because it's just a heightened, heightened numbers of, it's of a respiratory nature. That really hasn't happened, though. It's, it's happened in certain clusters of areas, and um, it's, because uh, here's the thing is, I've also, I've, I've got friends who are medical doctors, and actually on the front lines fighting it. For sure, man. And so, and so uh, if you go, like, I would say probably in more, more metropolitan areas. It's so weird that, like, they laid off a bunch of hospital workers, and then the hospital workers that were there were making TikTok videos. Mm. Choreographed. So obviously they were not spontaneous, they were pre planned and you know, practiced. So it, it doesn't seem consistent with the idea that the hospitals are overwhelmed with people if they're laying off people, making TikTok videos. Um, yeah, I, go ahead, if you give your hand raised, like you're going to ask me a question. Well, how big uh, a thing were the, the dancing nurse TikTok videos? Pretty big, man. Look at uh, hashtag dancing nurses. Okay. I made some compilation videos uh, on my code collab Patriot Gangster account. Um, you can see how, how progressive they were, pervasive they were, and that some people became uh, Instagram stars. They were the dancing nurse from this hospital. Um, so imagine being a nurse who was laid off in this time because of the severity of this, this disease, only to see your coworkers getting paid uh, to make TikTok videos and be and being celebrated for it. Um, well, well, I look at that. I mean, you have to look at that as from a resource standpoint because somebody in the, in, the, in, the, in the brass seat could have just pit, really mismanaged their resources really bad. I mean, all sorts of stuff. And, and I love to see sure, the clean numbers. Sure. What, what pisses me off about all of this, too? Nursing home numbers, man. That's what you need to look at. Well, here's the thing. In general, it pisses me off because literally I don't give one motherfuck about any ideological component to all of this. I really, like, I could give a fuck less. What I do care about is clean data that I could look at and go, okay, here's what's going on. Um, and unfortunately, we can't ever get that. And so when we're always looking at these contexts, um, it's always like this. So what data do you trust them? It, well, it's what's really hard is that you would have you have to you know even when you get data you have to clean it. In your in your experience, the data that you've only experienced firsthand, how many people have been deathly stricken ill by specifically coronavirus that you firsthand know? And Did I firsthand? That you've know. seen them. You've you've seen them in the last year. You know, I mean, how how close to home? Well, it, a little bit. It's a little bit hard here because we're in an we're in an. Well, I mean, even, okay, even saying that, even saying that. Because I, I said the same thing. It's really like now all the data you are relying on really is third party, right? It's like almost if it was such a such a such a severe thing where it was like, dude, uh, three people at work didn't come back to work because Corona. And I'm not saying that people haven't died, but it's it's. Um, it's not to the point where I think more people would say, I know someone died of cancer. I know several, a couple people who died of, of suicide during the corona. So it's, it's very, um, I think, impartial as far as how we make this such an extreme thing when there's obviously other issues right now besides I, I, the virus, man. I would follow, I will completely 100% agree with that to the nth degree. It's weird, right? It's weird. When, when, I'm saying, when I'm talking about the resources, I'm talking about as, as a hypothetical. Yeah, like, it's happening here or there. I'm talking about like, if, yeah, well, I'm talking about like anything. Like if, if 
demonstrated warp speed on cancer mm-hmm. instead of warp speed on the, uh, the, the, the point zero 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 three percent. I tell you, because you know why? You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, the, the thing is, is that they have so much. They have unlimited obesity. They have work. You know what? Here it goes right back to the individual. The reason why obesity and cancer and all that shit can't because of. And again, you know what? I wouldn't even want it if if Amer- if we come up with a, a one pill like a America wants. They don't want to do the work. Yeah, who's, who's that? I don't know. It's not me. Oh, God. Uh, they don't want to do the work. So they don't want to, like, you want to cure cancer, live a good life. You want to cure obesity, so that's, that's do the, the right thing. That's the they take with the virus that they say, well, well yeah. And that's true. Obesity is your fault. Diabetes is your fault. But you could give me coronavirus, so that's why I have to regulate you in this circumstance because you could be a potential transmitter. You can't transmit diabetes to me. You can't transmit obesity to me, but you could cough in my general direction and give me corona. So I have to regulate your face now. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. So with that, like, I, I know I only had you for a few uh, a few more minutes. Before we go to open mat and kill each other. Yeah, before we go to open mat and kill each other. Um, I need you to talk about your upcoming event um, in oh, the great yeah. month of November. I'll tell you guys more about it in the upcoming weeks, but we'll have a submission-only uh, jiu-jitsu tournament open to blue belts and white belts at All-American Training Center on November 21st. It's a Saturday. It'll be from like 11 in the morning until we get done killing each other. We will crown the baddest blue in Alaska. We'll see you there. Now, are you... Um... Tickets at 10peaceofbottom.com. Register at 10peaceofbottom.com. Uh, we're using Smooth Comp, very user-friendly tournament uh, software. So register, sign up. Uh, if you have questions, hit me up. Curtis at 10peatx.com. And again, this is happening at All American Training Center. All American Training Center, just outside city limits. We can do what we want. It's a badass facility. Um, come check it out. We got wrestling every day, jujitsu every day, uh, a weight room, sauna, all the cool stuff, man. It's this place. It's the place to be. Place to train. Tell me what time your classes are. I'm there every night. I'm sorry, Monday through Thursday at 7 p.m. Class starts. We start rolling at 8. Right now we're doing lunches Tuesday, Thursday at noon. And on the weekends we have open mats at 3 p.m. So today and or, and yesterday, 3 p.m. rolls. All right. And last weekend uh, you had a commercial. You guys shot a commercial. Oh yeah. Um, some friends of the gym put together um, a commercial featuring the whole facility, you know, all that's going on there. So um, it's a really cool spot for the whole family because, for example, my classes um, are kids and adults right at the same time. It's a big enough space where one side of the facility is kids, one side of the facility is adults. So I have a number of families that train, and it's really cool for parents and kids that participate in the same type of activity. It gives them something to talk about, something to bond about. Um, so it's really cool for um, for both parents and kids. It's from one of the kids. Yeah, health perspective. <laughs> um, you know, physical, neurological, spiritual, it, it improves all those things. So come check us out, 10peacelbotnet.com. Now, um, you are a black belt, and your wife, Priscilla, who runs the kids' classes, a is, belt, is a purple belt. Okay. She's, um, she's, been, she's actually more accomplished than me in terms of competition. She made it on the EDI. So if you want to check her out on UFC Fight Pass, Priscilla Herrera. Uh, at EDI, she's a beast and a babe and a beauty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all those things and an amazing cook. She does it all. all right. She'll strangle you to death. Just you guys away. So she's uh, she's pregnant with our child, our first child, and uh, she'll be back on the mats. She's itching to kill people right now. I can tell every time uh, she sees us doing jujitsu, she cannot wait to get out there um, and throw down with everyone. So. Yeah, I'm not, not to scare anyone from coming to class. <laughs> I just know how passionate my wife is about everything. She's just over there with the kids dreaming about choking grown-ups. Yeah. It's cool. It's cool. It's healthy, man. It's healthy. Uh, and, you know, if anyone's trying to get better at self-defense, it's not something you can do one day a year at some seminar. It's something that you got to, like, regularly practice, you know, whether it's firearm trainings, whether it's kickboxing, whether it's jujitsu, if you don't have fun doing it and don't do it consistently, then you probably won't be good at it in that situation where you need it, like off the top of your head. But I can tell you right now, if you try to sneak up on my wife and do something, jujitsu is built into her because she loves it so much she does it every day. She won't even think about it. She'll already, she'll choke you out before she realizes what's happening. Um, and that's how some of the quality firearms training will be. You know, the moment you try to open fire in a crowd and someone knows what they're doing, they will shoot you dead um, and then think about it. Fully agree. <laughs> fully, 100% agree. <laughs> All right. How many, what 
does it cost to, to go there? Uh, we're super, uh, we're donation based, so we um, we, uh, we don't like overcharge. We, we are, if you want to pay, we recommend, we suggest $60 a month. But um, if you are tied on cash and you know you got canals to feed, we totally understand. We're just happy you're training, so come hit us up. And if you're a Kanaiti tribal member, it's absolutely free. I just want to see you guys on the mats. It's um, you know, one of the reasons I moved back to Alaska was to bring jujitsu back to my family and my tribe because I've seen how much it benefits people. So I encourage everyone um, check out jujitsu. There's a lot of good martial arts on, on the peninsula, um, so I think all of them are fantastic. But if you want to train with myself, come check us out at tenpiecealive.com. I'll say it again because. Um, I really want to see you guys in the mats. I know how much it benefits you. What's the Instagram handle? At uh, 10 Okay. Yes. And then if you're out there listening and you want to come to Alaska and train, there's this really cool spot called Red Run Retreats. <laughs> it's built for martial artists. It's yeah. built for people who want to come here and settle their mind down and focus on what they want to do in the future while getting super high level trained. I think that's that's a, a good thing to point out. If you're if you're a cannabis friendly athlete, and there are more and more of them every day, um, you, you re, we recently saw uh, Tim Elliott uh, at Awkward MMA on Instagram uh, recently got a suspension. Uh, he took a short notice fight, and my understanding is that he had edibles in his system, and so he's been uh, he's been punished for that. Yes. Um, he's he's being suspended. He's been suspended for that. Like he can't make a living and has had a part of his purse jacked uh, because he took a short notice fight. Um, and, and it will. Eventually it will. Um, they, they covered it this week on uh, MixedMartialArts.com, home of the underground, um, uh, about ways to solve the, uh, the the cannabis and combat sports. They, yeah, they have, they, have to, they have to do it right away. Um, they have, they, they, there is no downside whatsoever. You're looking for performance enhancing drugs that give people an underhanded advantage. Um, and, and then you're not you know you don't want to promote unhealthy practices through other relationships and cannabis is 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 just what would Kamala Harris do to him? That's that's a really good question. Now, is Kamala Harris trying to become uh, elected uh, president? Because that's really what it comes down to. Nothing's been done to him in the eyes of Kamala Harris. I think we should probably incarcerate him. If, if Kamala Harris was president, cover him in flies. Yes. <laughs> While we incarcerate him, no, I, I, no I, I can't. I cannot believe that we're sitting here with Donald Trump on one side and Biden and Kamala Harris, like cannabis. Like, I mean, it's like, it's like, I, what? The, like the, what? But like, why is cannabis <laughs> still illegal under Donald Trump? He's, he's the savior of freedom because he doesn't give a shit. Time? They don't. None of them give a fuck. They don't. It's clear. This is what's so beautiful about it. Like, it sucks, yeah. But now there is no. The veil is lifted. Like we, everybody. Thought they like there's no bullshit. They're like that's what I love about the way that South Park portrayed Trump. You know, it's just suck the shit up my balls or whatever. That's it. Like they're they're done playing games or like even pretending anymore. They're pissing in your face and going fuck you. What are you gonna do about it? I'll shoot you in the. I'll, I, they, the powers that be do not give a fuck, and they've ran out of room of spin. Like nobody. Like who can spin anything anymore? Now you're now they're at the point where they're just gonna be like. Like, they're just going to tell you shit, and they're going to smile at you, and that's going to be that. Even if Trump wanted to make cannabis legal, he can't. So that's basically the gist of it. Like, Wasn't it a huge he part of the He could. He could. He could. He couldn't even get a wall. He could. If he, he advocated, if he would have advocated in 2018 for, for cannabis legalization, the second that he had... Do you think the Dems would have flipped on cannabis? Ooh, I think they would have. Hey, 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 in the game. 
Like, the disenfranchised or your problems are shit. Like, and this goes, like, for people in general. Do you really give a fuck about other people's problems when you got shit on your plate and you're doing shit? Anybody that says otherwise is kind of lying and fooling to themselves. There's only one solution, you guys. We have to succeed. We have to succeed. Well, I tell you, though, there's, there's none of that. There's a like, there's none of that. Okay, back Alaska. Uh, yeah, the Alaska. Well, Alaska has, has a chance. Alaska has a chance. But I think the only way that we ever have a chance, like literally in the whole scheme of things, is decentralized blockchain services and government. Like if we could have our cake and eat it too through decentralized um, blockchain services where you can have full democracy, prioritized meritocracy, full liberty, full nobody in the way of adults. Like again, you're going to tell an adult that he can't have testosterone or he can't have experiment nootropics or you can't experiment with everything. You're going to tell a fucking grown man he can't go get pussy and buy pussy or go gamble. Like all of these things we've accepted. Yes. Are you fucking crazy? We can't sell kids for trafficking purposes. That's part of the campaign I will run on. That's, that's the slippery slope with the uh, libertarian side of prostitution, mm-hmm. is that it, it uh, encourages the uh, trafficking of minors. <clears throat> that's unfortunate. But so, libertarian, that's why it's not a full, uh, it's not a full model. That's what it's always. That's where it's always been the um, the big downfall and the shortcoming of, of a libertarian. Um, yeah, and then model because it's not a fully developed model. And then how does how does the they, how do they protect us from multinational? Yeah, corporation governments like China. Yeah, you, you know, don't. That's it. That's what I'm saying. Like right yeah, now, how are you gonna deal with them as a libertarian? Uh, like, uh, oh, just no. This yeah. is the winner take all. Like, what's gonna happen? Even is, if the libertarian got voted in, what the fuck are they gonna do when there's not a single libertarian senator or freaking in the house? Yeah, yeah, sure. Like, they're gonna be worse off than Trump. They will be able to do zero things. Well, so the thing, I've never been scared about Trump. Like, uh, why I've never been scared about Trump is because he's a test. He's a he's a textbook narcissistic pathologist. Like, nobody will follow him. Like, nobody, when it came, push came to shove, would you follow him in a battle? You want to, like, Dude, I would be ten times more scared, like, know, a Mathis, like a Mad Dog Mathis or somebody. Are, if you know the Q-Pan, lots of people are following him in a the battle. There are, there's, there are, a lot they, of them are they, psychopaths they well, I'm just saying, because they need something. They're bored. Well, I'm just saying, I'd probably get behind Trump in a battle than, than Biden. He's six, oh, for Trump's 6'3", sure. he'd be a good body shield. <laughs> for sure. Biden's perfect. But the thing, but, the bullets would go right through Biden. But let's take Jocko. Let's, let's take somebody like Jocko. You should be scary for, but that he should be representing your values. Trump doesn't represent those fucking values. That's like he's a like, piece of I shit. Think we, uh, we try to vote All of this is said for entertainment purposes. He's a liar. He's a narcissist. He's a game player. You know, they all, again. Who, who up there is not, though? They all are. He's an extreme, but here's the thing about him is he's a black hole. There's no light in and no light out. At least with some of the degenerate uh, other people, you can get somewhere. The only thing that's good about Trump is with the black hole is now instead of all of this candy cane passive bullshit, wishy-washy shit, you're going to have to find a fundamental new way of going um, to make shit happen, which, I'm again, I'm okay with. I'd rather get somewhere than this... This this idea of social. If you, if, you had, if you had a lawyer, would you want a lawyer that you like and enjoy their personality, or that was an absolute fucking pit bull? You know what I'm saying? And I think that. <laughs> but he's not a lawyer. The thing is, it's I'm not saying, in the I'm context of the court. Like, I'm just saying, like on one hand, well, what I'm saying is, someone's going to admire. Someone going to bat for you. Someone going to bat. Here, I would. Yeah. I, here's the thing: is I'm not, I would I'm not saying somebody I know has got my best interest at heart. If, if I was in a corporation or a business or I was in a deal with him, I would I would be watching my motherfucking ass. I would not I would not uh, go to bed at night around my things. So that says it all right there. Yeah, would you deal with the mafia and you're going to court? Mm. Would you want a school teacher? I wouldn't deal with the mafia. I've dealt with the mafia. I've dealt with people. Well, unfortunately, I wouldn't deal with has people. to deal with the mafia in terms of China, in terms of North Korea, in terms of like the world mafia. So we got. He is like, dealing with the mafia. That's yeah. why Russia and um, all of that has got him by the fucking balls, and well, he's been a saying. little bitch. So who do we who, who do we who do we want? To be going to battle for us, like, no, dude. There's nobody right that's now. That's what I'm trying to say. Is like uh, no good. Joe Rogan. Nobody's coming. Maybe nobody's <laughs> coming. Exactly. Nobody's exactly. You. No, I honestly, I you can't don't have, say we don't have the gang. 
gangsters that Russia has. Um, well, okay, so... We don't have the gangsters that China has? No, that's what sucks. We what have really the American sucks. version is Trump. No, what, what really sucks is all gangsters. the people who need better gangsters. No, what sucks is all the people that, that are badass motherfuckers who you would want on your side are all the QA, all the people that are following Trump because they have no other fucking choice. It's not because they're like... And, and because we've made patriarchy bad. So the bad motherfuckers well, don't really exist as much. Well, the flip side of that is that, like there's been the weakening of the bad motherfucker. Like when you could, when you think of uh, well, when Hillary said deplorables. When when that's what they think too. Again, the left side thinks the toxic male right are savages. Again, we grew, up, we grew up watching Arnold and Commando. There's and Rambo. But I tell you, I Joe. GI fucking Joe. Um, Peterson, go watch. Peterson comes to stuff really good too, and he, he that's why he kicks a, a lot of the left in the nuts over this stuff. He's like, who do you fucking think does all the shit around here? Who hangs the the, the telephone wires? Who's in the phone? Who makes the shit work? Men, fucking de- dirty fucking a detoxic dirty men. And so like every like they forget about that. The people that make the shit work, the people that war, the people that do everything, the men get the least amount of fucking respect, you know, and they get none, and like where we're at right now, and again, this shrugged, and we all walk away. I was just, I was just talking about how underrated um, uh, Anne Rand uh, is, and how rare it is for a female to have that sort of full-bodied philosophy. Ooh, careful, you careful. No, because it's so, it's so, um, no, it's rare, it's rare, because it, it's, it's not the, it's not a, um, there's a lot of like right-leaning women out there, but they always get ostracized and condemned, and they get told basically that you're part of the problem. You know? <laughs> well, that's because they, they're always going to get told that. But sometimes, it would, I think sometimes it happens where some will force it, or some are natural. The same with the guys try to do the same thing. Whenever we force something, when we're not made to, to naturally let it flow. Um, it comes off as a certain certain way. It's called a, a crank. It's like a choke. Yeah, it's virtue signaling. It's when you're, you think you've got a, a curtail when it's not natural to you. Dude, the Olympics. We need a virtue signaling. Oh, official Olympics of virtue signaling. A few years ago, I remember um, uh, Adam Hoover <laughs> mentioned that uh, virtue signaling was America's new national pastime. I mean, it's the highest, like, participated sport, probably, right? Yeah. Every every day, uh, that becomes more and more true. Every time that I look at a news feed, or any time that, just about any time that I interact with someone who spends a lot, too much time on their news feed, um, what was it Duncan Trussell said? There's somebody, there's some miserable bastard sitting under a tree eating an apple who has no idea how, uh, how terrified he's supposed to be, or something like that. But yeah, like, we're all, we're all so plugged in to shit that doesn't matter. Yeah, you know, shit you by should be outraged too. Terrified. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Sitting there eating an apple. Yeah. And if you don't care, why don't you care more? <laughs> don't you wear a mask? What, you don't care? You don't care? You, want you forgot it though? We're both looking at Bill bitching him out. Say more things to him. He don't care. <laughs> he just racist. Care more. So, by the way, the masks are coming. I'm, d- I'm going to be doing woke and bake masks. On one side, it'll say woke and bake, and on the other side, uh, it will say I only steal from box stores. This mask doesn't work. But it covers my face. So, yeah, I got you. Yeah. You only steal from box stores. Yeah. I mean, that's um, Robin Hood. Yeah. Because on one hand, it's like you really shouldn't be shoplifting, but on the other hand, it's uh, you know, like you're not stealing from mom and pop, which is very important. You well, you're, you're stealing from uh, the middle class's pensions. That's what they'll tell you. But then, if you're post-hoc rationalizing poor behavior, you are that poor behavior. So you yeah. you you are the shit that you're fucking casting off. Be the violence you want to see in the world. What kind of song? Gotta take it off, you guys. Uh, Thank you so much for hanging out, Mark. Yeah, dude. I'm, I'm gonna get over there, man. I just gotta get my ass and do. Uh, I'll be here more, guys. Uh, stay tuned for a, a production. Bill has helped me put it together. I think we're gonna call it Alaska is my home. I like that. It's a good name. It's and I, and I'm gonna smoke a lot of weed and burn it down. Yeah. You know what? There's a there's a lot of woods. There's a lot of Alaska to burn. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I think and there's a, and a lot of bridges. There's lots of bridges. We'll build bridges everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. And you know what's great is once we're done burning them, the, the really beautiful thing is there is the opportunity to rebuild whatever bridges are burned. And 
build something. But we also got one way in, one way out. So if push comes to shove, we can blow the rocks into the road yeah. and not and be completely isolated. And we're well, we'd be an island, but we wouldn't be an island because no man is an island. No. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. No man is an island. It's a little bit weird. This podcast would not be possible without the support of Iron Asylum, located at 35165 KB Drive, located behind Save You More. For more information, give them a call at 907-953-4720. You can find them on Instagram as well as Facebook. The number to call again, 907-953-4720 for more information. Also, Red Run Cannabis Company, located on the Kenai Spur Highway. They are the growers of fine cannabis and the brewmeisters of Hashade, Blueberry Hashade, and now Strawberry Hashade. They also make can of caps, honey sticks, and peanut butter. They also carry flour and concentrates, including decarb oil and cartridges. Now, because Red Run has their own manufacturing facility, Nobody can beat their prices. Be sure to check out their website, redruncannabiscompany.com, for more information as well as weed maps for their current menu. Hashade and other Red Run products are available at finer dispensaries in the state of Alaska. As per 3AAC 306.360 Alaska Marijuana Control Board Cannabis Use Warning A. Marijuana has intoxicating effects and may be habit-forming and addictive. B. Marijuana impairs concentration, coordination, and judgment. Do not operate a vehicle or machinery under its influence. C. There are health risks associated with consumption of marijuana. D. For use by adults 21 and older, keep out of the reach of children. And E. Marijuana should not be used by women who are pregnant or breastfeeding.